0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Shine a Light On series and welcome to episode one of our Kickstart Your Career season. Today we'll be shining a light on gap years and startups with Shoba Dasari. Welcome Shoba. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for being here. And to start, can you just give us a brief introduction to who you are?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I'm Shoba. I study computer science and ethics here at Stanford. Really, really excited about technology and its impact on society, and specifically in kind of the healthcare realm around using tech to like solve problems around healthcare access and having patients have better experiences with the healthcare system. Super recently took a gap year. have just come back to school right now after my gap year. And during that time, I Did a lot of different things, lots of really fun, cool projects. I uh, worked at two early stage tech startups. I worked on my own startup, actually, in the ed tech space and published a book. So it was a bunch of really cool stuff. Traveled a little bit, all of that kind of stuff. Outside of work, free time. I I really like trying new coffee shops and trying new ice cream flavors. And I listen to a lot of audiobooks and podcasts. So
0: Very cool. We recently released an episode about essentially destigmatizing the concept of taking a gap year. For me, and I think a lot of us growing up, it was sort of looked down upon to like take a gap year. And I think it was used like jokingly. Oh, I'm just going to take a gap year and do nothing, essentially, which also is totally fine. But nowadays, I think it's either becoming more common or people are just talking about it more. So I am curious of a few things. First of all, before you took your gap year, what did the concept of that mean to you? And what inspired your decision to ultimately take it?
1: I probably had a very similar kind of perspective on on what gap years were like before I did my own. To me, I think I felt like the stereotypical gap year was like traveling and like just taking a year to do that or volunteering or doing a bunch of different things that weren't really like work related or were more of like to like quote unquote find yourself I guess like I had just never really considered that it made sense for me what I what I realized though is that like the main value of the gap year is not really about the stereotypical gap year experiences but I think it's having like just a period of time that you can spend however you want whether that's exploring a bunch of things or so just taking a break from everything stressful For me, I think I I found it to be a really good opportunity just to just explore a bunch of possibilities that weren't really on my clear, quote unquote, like life checklist of like, you know, going to college, graduating college, getting a job, like getting an apartment, all of those different things. And so I thought it it was just a cool way to kind of not even like take a break from that life, but explore a bunch of different things that kind of have changed the way that I want to explore or like approach my career and personal life going forward. Overall, thought like had a great time and I thought it was a very amazing and and life-changing experience. And I would honestly recommend it for everyone. But I think, yeah, I think it's really more about like what you make of it. And it's more just about like having a period of time that you can craft however you want to more so than like, you know, here are the standard things
0: that you need to do during a gap year type of thing. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense that like all things, it is what you make of it. I really like the point you said about Exploring different possibilities for you because I think some people use college as almost an excuse to do this, which can mm-hmm. be more expensive, and college I think can be distracting sometimes too in letting you explore all different possibilities because you're busy with well all the things that college students are busy with. Yeah. So that was a good point. I think I. Right.
1: I definitely felt that a lot, actually, even coming back to campus right now, I'm feeling this a little bit where at school, it's so easy to get busy and caught up and kind of like forget to, I guess, just like question, like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Or like, why do I spend my time doing this? Or why am I taking this class? With a gap year, just being able to like slow down like so drastically and just have like this year of time to like do whatever you want with it, I think forced me at least to be really intentional about what I did with my time. Uh, which is definitely something I'm taking back now that I'm back at school and I'm definitely trying to be more careful about like what I commit my time and energy to and like deprioritizing a lot of things that I used to focus on when I was first at school. And so that's that's been really interesting
0: as well. It's also great that you've seen both sides though, so you can easily recognize, okay, I don't have as much time to slow down and I'm at least aware of it. So if you don't like that, then you can change it. I think because the idea of a gap year and slowing down doesn't align well with essentially like the toxic hustle culture that a lot of people and parents participate in to be honest. Sometimes external opinions I think prevent students even if they wanted to take a gap year like they just won't. So how did you prioritize your opinion on whether or not to take a gap year? I
1: will say though that I I did take my gap year during COVID and that made it a lot easier to rationalize to to myself and everyone why I was taking a gap year. School wasn't normal and virtual school was not working for me. like I wasn't feeling like I was learning a lot and I wasn't really feeling engaged, wasn't meeting people, was just staring at my computer screen all day. and so like I think it was really easy to rationalize why that wasn't working and why like just taking time off made slightly more sense. It did get a lot of questions from other people like, what are you going to do during your gap year? And I honestly went in not really having a plan. I was just kind of like, I will take this time and I will figure, out, figure it out during the time. The big thing for me was I just felt like school wasn't working for me. Whatever that set path was, wasn't working when the world had turned upside down. And so like I just really needed to do something different. My parents were very supportive of it and were also kind of like, what's your plan? But also really understood that paying for school and- all of that just like did not make sense during that time period. And I think they had that trust in me that I would like figure something out. And the main thing that really, really convinced me was that I just reading about people who took gap years. And I think someone wrote, no one re- no one ever regrets taking a gap year, but lots of people regret not taking one. If you're living life to like minimize regrets, then why would you not take a gap year? I guess is how I kind of thought about it. The status quo was not working and the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. And so I just was not going to like do virtual school, expect myself to like feel fulfilled and happy after a certain point. That is why as drastic as it might have felt, I think like not not doing school made more sense in in that particular time period.
0: I'm glad you brought up the definition of insanity because I think (laughs) that makes perfect sense here actually. And I think this is an important disclaimer that this was during the pandemic too, only because I don't know about you, but for me, that was also when I saw the shift in like gap years becoming the norm, it, every time I heard like someone was saying a gap year during COVID, it was sort of like, you should. I feel like more people were understanding, like no questions asked.
1: You know, like it wasn't a full school experience. And so the downsides of the opportunity cost of what I'd be losing if I did take time off of school weren't very high. In the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal to be graduating a year later, especially if doing a gap year and getting that real world, real world perspective make the rest of my time at school more effective or focused. That was kind of one of the things that I went into my gap year hoping to figure out a little bit more. I think I definitely think about taking another gap year or even just like a quarter off or something like that. There's a lot to gain from stepping out of school for a
0: second, like taking a view at the real world and then coming back to school with that, with that different perspective. Let's chat about what you did during that time. So How did you find the startup opportunity and and do you have any recommendations for students on how to find these opportunities?
1: Yeah. So like I mentioned earlier, I did not really have a plan going into my gap year and just kind of went into it and told myself I would figure it out as I go. I think I, I kind of had this impression that like a year was actually not that much time and I was like feeling a little bit stressed about how I was going to use it. I think it did force me to be really resourceful about finding opportunities and just like Going out, putting myself out there to find what I wanted to spend my time on. But I think it also forced me to be like a little bit more intentional. I have this full year. It feels like a long time, but also a short time. And there's only so much I can fit into it. What I did wrote and published a book about healthcare, which was really cool. That was one of the things I did really early on in the gap year when I didn't have like a full-time job. So that was like most of my time, honestly. I did work at two different healthcare startups. I worked on my own kind of ed tech startup with uh, with a friend on the side. I also, after I got my vaccine, I was um, traveling around a little bit, lived in New York and lived in San Francisco, also do a bunch of fun things. So it wasn't all just like, you know, my year off was like all just to like do work and like check off this thing, like all these things on a checklist. But yeah, to, to go to the second part of your question for finding a startup opportunity. The first one I found through LinkedIn, they were looking for product management interns for their startup. So Yeah, I just reached out or like reached out, sent a connection request and just said, hey, I'm pretty interested in this space. I actually, that startup was working on electronic health records, which is something I talk about a good amount in the book I wrote, too. And so I was able to kind of uh, make that connection. That is how I got that opportunity. So the second uh, startup opportunity, I actually found it through, found it through school and just showed up in my email and I thought it was an interesting startup, interesting space. Actually, did a bunch of interviews with them, I think like six, probably five or six interviews. So it was a really long process. But yeah, and then I ended up joining that team. For generally speaking, being interested in startup relations or startup internships, I think like one of the best ways to do that is through cold email. I'm actually interning at a kind of doing a part-time internship at a startup right now. And that is how I got this opportunity was just finding that startup on I actually found a TED talk that one of the founders did and just emailed her and said that like, what you're doing sounds really interesting. Would you happen to have any sort of like product, you know, product opportunities for interns at your company? And they really didn't, but they ended up making one for me. A A lot of it is that startups either don't have these roles or like they don't have these roles officially, but they need that help or they are not like, I guess, like publicizing in the channels that like college students are typically looking in. And so, I think it's really just about like finding a startup and like kind of shooting your shot and like selling yourself and saying that this is why I'm interested in the startup, having a really specific reason for that, but also like this is what I feel like I could bring to the table. Even if the opportunity isn't listed, just asking if you can help and asking if you can join the team is what I've found to be the most effective because startups always need help and um, they're always understaffed. So, um, if you're going out there and like making that founder's job easier to like find someone to help their team they will be thankful to you and so
0: yes especially for startups like you mentioned if you could make the founders jobs easier there's a good chance that they they could use your help I really like that example that you shared too where you just emailed them and the opportunity didn't even exist like there was no way you were going to find it online So I think that's just like a, a very good example of just try just try see what happens and startups are
1: just generally like honestly pretty casual with their hiring processes like they'll just talk to you for a bit I I think they're so different. Like I did a project for one and then I was given an offer. They're honestly just like really casual conversations and really fun conversations to just like even just learn more about like what someone is building. I don't know if this is like a hot take, but I I find interviewing for startups just to be really fun. It's just cool to ask someone questions about what they're building and learn more about that and
0: kind of connect it back to your own experiences. How did working with a startup impact how you're framing your careers post-grad? Even high schoolers are like, I'm going to go to college and then I'm going to work at one of these massive companies that aren't necessarily a startup. You have a lot of experiences. So I'm curious of this.
1: Ooh, I, I learned a lot from working on my own, working at a couple um, as, a, as an employee. Thinking about post-grad, I think one of the biggest things I learned is that startups are very different from one another. And the experience is very much about like what you do with it. So in a startup, your job description is pretty fluid. Like you'll maybe be given a few projects, but like there's so much room to take on more past that or like seek out what you want to learn and like impact the startup in that way. And so I think I learned a lot just about like pushing myself to like find these opportunities and taking things on that like weren't necessarily in my like constrained like job description on the offer letter or things like that. And I think that's just a really great skill to have that I'm still working on like, of course, getting better at. But I think like somewhat of a sense of like being able to advocate for yourself or like find things for yourself or like craft experiences for yourself is super great I think I also learned about in terms of like companies that I would join post-grad I learned a lot about like the culture of companies that I'd love to work at I think like one of the companies I worked at was especially amazing on this end I was like all of my coworkers, workers I was pretty close with I think a pretty tight-knit team we did a bunch of social events together and I felt very empowered to kind of take on additional responsibilities at one point I was like hiring as an intern, which was really cool. Like be on the other side of that process. And I, I just got like a lot of really amazing mentorship and feedback from everyone at that company. And I felt like they were still feel like, even though I don't work there anymore, that they're very personally invested in me and like how I do and everything like that. And just felt overall like super supported by, by that team to grow. And so I think like when I look at jobs post-grad that, or even like internships, I think that is something I'm going to look so much for is like being able to like feel that sense of like belonging but also like a team that is really looking to help and support me as I grow and like get better and learn new skills. Also just generally lo- loved like working in healthcare and being able to see the impact that my work was having on people in a startup setting being able to like experiment, try a bunch of things and like learn, like iterate based on that and like how everything is like kind of fast-paced in that sense and there's not a lot of barriers to like just try something. And like, if it fails, you like retract it and fix it. I will be prioritizing opportunities where I feel like I can learn, whether that is fang, whether that is startup, whatever that looks like, whatever I'm looking to learn. I think I've kind of reframed the way I think about my career to be less about like, here is the end goal. Like five years from now, I want to be a product manager at X company. Like I I have stopped kind of thinking about my career in that way and more about like, like what is like the process to get there? Like what am I like, what's the direction I'm heading in? How am I growing? What sort of skills or values or mindsets, like, matter the most to me? Or, like, what do I want to learn? Yeah, I think it's it's been a really, like, subtle shift that I've been noticing in myself a lot more lately. But I think it also is, like, it just helps me feel a little bit less, I guess, anxious about the future, too. Because I think, like, you know, as long as I know what I'm doing in the present moment is working or, like, I'm just learning from what I'm doing in the present moment, like, I think just having faith that the future will work out is it's kind of a nice place to be in. And I don't think I would have gotten there if I hadn't just like completely slowed down and like had time to
0: like, just explore and try a bunch of different things and have it all work out. So probably healthy for your state of mind to be focused on like the direction and process rather than the end goal. So that's really good. For sure. Do you have any last words of wisdom for people interested in either taking a gap year or joining a startup? For both of them, I would say go for it.
1: They are both incredibly impactful experiences, I think. And I think what I learned from both a gap year and like having time off and lots of unstructured time, but also working in a startup where things are not very structured as well is just learned a lot about like, I think taking control and like feeling this sense of ownership for like, I like I'm the only person that dictates like what I learn or like everything like that and kind of taking control over my own journey. know, kind of here's what I want to learn. Here's how I go do it. And not really relying on other people to, I guess, tell me what that is. Or of course, like definitely getting advice from other people, but not like relying on other people to like hand me those opportunities, if that makes sense. I think that was kind of the underlying theme of like my gap year, as well as the startups I worked at. At the same time, like my gap year wasn't perfect all around. There were lots of times where I did not know what I was doing and I felt a lot of FOMO from not being in school or like being in classes with my friends or like didn't have like a structure of how I was spending my time. And like some days we were just like kind of paralyzed with like all of the options of what I could do. It forced me to slow down and think about a lot of like hard questions about like why I'm doing what I do or like what really matters to me, how I want to spend my time, who are the people I want to be around, everything like that. And I think I'm definitely, definitely still a work in progress, but like better because I've had that had more time to clarify that for myself. Maybe a little bit more concretely on the startup side, I would say that it's a really amazing way to get exposed to a business and a bunch of different functions in a business. And my main advice would be for people to be, I guess, understanding of startups are chaotic. There are no like job descriptions or like responsibilities that are not part of your job or like you take on where they need you to help. Um, And like, I think that works for some people and doesn't work for other people. But for someone who wants to go work at a startup, I think like the first thing would be making sure that that is, that would work for them. Because I think if you need a lot of structure, which is definitely not a bad thing, I think that doesn't work super well for startups. But I would also say like making sure that the founders or that startups like values and culture align with your own, they like make sense for you. Um, And that, you know, like you're not ethically opposed to anything the startup is doing or like you just don't align with like how they think about problems or something like that. This is something I'm still figuring out too, but like being able to ask the right kind of questions to learn more about that so that once you join that team, you feel like you you align with them and you're like on the same page with them about, about like where the startup is going and everything like that too. I think I learned like how important it is to like slow down and just reflect about everything My gap year gave me a lot of time to do that coming back to school it's been a little bit harder to to work that in but i'm trying to be very intentional about giving myself the time to slow down and kind of reflect on what i'm doing and just make sure that the place i'm at is a place that i'm happy with and like just knowing that like being constantly busy and like what you were saying mariah about like toxic hustle culture like doesn't really help you to get to where you want to be i think there's some level of intentionality that like not just like saying yes to everything but there's some level of intentionality about saying yes to the right things and focusing on those that is better than just like being constantly busy and not really like having reasons for why um, you're doing everything you're doing and so in college I think it's really easy to get caught up in what other people are prioritizing and kind of fall into that that mindset of what other people are doing and had a lot of those thoughts challenged over the last year but I think like I I'm in a better place because i took that time to to slow down and stop and think about all those questions and that's just been a lot better for for me my mental health every everything else just life in general so
0: i especially like your point of slowing down and reflecting a bit and pivoting if necessary this is like literally as you mentioned what startups like have to do all the time they're like perfecting their products or services so slowing down taking the time to make sure they're they're going down the right path is exactly like the point of like a startup culture and i think applying that to our own lives too is is helpful being open to pivoting essentially yeah but i never thought about it that way but i love that (laughs) thank you so much shova for chatting with me today yeah of course thank you for having me and to anyone tuning in thank you for joining us as always at opal we shine brighter together and we'll see you next time